this is the Fearless Fathers Podcast, a podcast for you, the fathers who suffer in silence every single day. Come with us as we hit those main topics that are just burning through your soul. It's going to get uncomfortable, it's going to be fun, and together we will become fearless. Hello again, everybody. Welcome our fearless family to the next Monday episode here of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. As always, it's Davo here, and I always got my good best buddy, Mr. Gizzle Frizz, on the mic. Say what's up. It, what is Gizzle Frizz? I, I need to know. Gizzle Frizz is a, um, it's taken from a Latin derivative from 1963 Mesopotamian type okay, of style. Right. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually where Gritty came from. Okay. First off. All the words that came out of your mouth, because it ended with gritty, I'm going to allow it. Because gritty <laughs> just is life. And if, you, if anyone has a problem with gritty, get the fuck off our podcast immediately. <laughs> oh shit, I didn't wait three minutes to curse. God damn it. You're a scumbag. <laughs> there goes that. Oh, wow. I knew that every word, every word sequence I said there, I knew was just going to irk you more and more. Hence, I did it. Okay. Your Mesopotamian 1963 era. Tell me where Mesopotamia is. Anyway, welcome to the Fearless Fathers <laughs> Podcast. It's in Iraq, by the way. <laughs> Just so we're on the same page. I knew that. I was testing you. I wanted to see if you sure. knew where it was. Yeah, we're going to go with that. It's Devo here. And as always, I got Ryan with me. As you could tell, Ryan is doing wonderful knowing his geography and being smart. And you know you what? There. Ryan. <laughs> Right. Just take it. Just take you over to that. I didn't. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> oh. Yep. Leaving it the... all in. This episode is not a lighthearted episode by any means today, but man, we are in a good style mood. I love it. I, I like to think it's lighthearted. I mean, <laughs> we're going to make it lighthearted. Exactly. That's the whole point of this episode. You could you could apparently do whatever you want to the human form now. <laughs> so speaking of doing random things to the human form, Ryan, what are we going to talk about then? You do realize it's been three minutes. That's the first time you said my name, right? Uh, two and a half minutes per okay, my count. But, you yeah. know, well, 220 because yeah. you make me wait 10 seconds. Oh, by the way, I don't see any other fucking podcast. Too. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, going with our theme of um, not just written text going going over on some of these podcasts, um, I watched a really interesting documentary the other day. It's a it's apparently a four parter, and I thought it was only a three parter. So I'll have to go back and uh, check out the last part. But um, it's from 2019. It was on Netflix, so definitely go check it out if you got Netflix. Called the uh, um, Unnatural Selection, and it's about God. What's the best way to put this, Dave? It's about Mod- the modification of DNA in humans and its pros and cons, I guess, is the the best way we could we could uh, put that. You, you just you're, you're really genetically have to... en- genetically yeah, enhancing children. I basically called it like the GMO of enhancing kids or mm-hmm. humans. Well, it talks about GMO and all that stuff too. It talks yeah. about you know. Um, hey, with the one guy, it's like, hey, if you want a really buff dog, here you go. <laughs> it's like the dog, it literally just had a picture of like this little skinny terrier. And then next to it um, was super huge. Like it'd been like running for 10, 10 months straight, 
just completely jacked animal. And it said the bottom of the dog, Clarence at this date, and then Clarence at this date. And I was just, I, I didn't mean to laugh so hard at that because that probably is really awful for that animal. But on the other hand, it was pretty funny. But that being said, there's a lot of ethical questions that need to be answered prior to, you know, injecting yourself with whatever amount of DNA that you're going to, uh, you're going to use whatever, whatever you're going to do and whatever you're going to do it for the reason for. Now, I, I think there's, there's, there's definitely two sides to this argument. There's oh, the, yeah. uh, there's the medical purposes, which they go into quite heavily. Um, there's one where there's a kid. It, it actually follows him around, I think for two, two of the episodes, there's a treatment, um, where he can get a chunk of this DNA that just happened to be missing from his parents, well, his mother and his father. I forget exactly. They give it. They give you the number and they tell you exactly where it came from and why it's missing in the show. But he, uh, it gives him a degenerative eye disease um, because for whatever reason the mapping's not there. His the, his body doesn't know what to do, and just slowly but surely, his uh, his vision goes down and down and darkens and goes away. It's um, one of those things where. They, the parents fought and they fought and they fought and they finally got the experimental treatment. Um, I think they had to do a bunch of stuff with their insurance and like, which, oh, by the way, for experimental treatment, well, that's horse shit. <laughs> for God's oh, sake. yeah. 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 Oh, we were sure. talking about that before recording. It's absolutely ridiculous. Right. We're having a hard enough time getting the insurance company to pay for my dad's friggin' arthritis medication, like the one he really needs, uh, let alone an experimental gene treatment that might not work. That's probably going to cost a million dollars. I, you know, what is it with the military? It's life, limb, or eyesight. You have to treat somebody. Is that is that yeah. the generalized rule? Why isn't yeah. that everywhere? Like seriously, what? Why? That it's 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 a basic human right to you know get treatment for um, the stuff you need. And you know, yeah, yeah, there's money involved. We're in a capitalist society. I get all that, but you know, deal with that after the fact. Because if you don't deal with it now, you're just going to be dealing with a corpse, and that's not that's not good either. Because you've lost a human nope. life, and every human life is fucking precious. So, but I believe the kid gets the gets gets the treatment, and it, it helps him a little bit. Obviously, I, I didn't watch the fourth one because I didn't know there was a fourth episode, but I'm sure they go into it further further on that one. But it also treats things like they they went to this other guy who, who I think he was in his mid twenties, and um, he has a degenerative um, muscular problem. Uh, okay. And like, it's like, a, I, I don't know how to describe it, but basically his arms and legs are basically shriveling away from his body. And he ha- he's completely, he has to lay down in like this special type of wheelchair. He cannot sit up because um, the the muscles in his throat will literally collapse. He has to, he has to lay in a specific way. And he's, you know, just getting progressively and progressively and progressively worse. His parents were fighting with the goddamn insurance company too. I can't believe that that's a fucking thing, <laughs> but the these are the kind of people that this kind of medical procedure would help. I think that is a very, very good thing. Now, uh, the flip side of this coin, no, by the way, I, I think the procedures are a good thing, not the, not the way we handle them as a society with the insurance companies and all that. Right, 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 right. The flip side of that coin is <laughs> people just modifying their DNA to modify their DNA. So um, people making designer children, changing themselves their self, themselves in ways that aren't just cosmetic anymore, that are just, you know, entirely functional. Whereas people, you know, I believe have a right to do it from an ethical standpoint. Uh, let's fix all the people that got fucked up problems first. Right. Um, you know, 
like people creating like let's go with the designer children thing um this is a point i made today before we uh we started you know i really wish my parents if this was available would have you know put a little more pigment in my skin so it wasn't so friggin' pale <laughs> so melanoma wasn't always such a big risk for me it will always be a risk even even if i was a little bit tanner but like i'm real pale they will they will tell you i'm a super ginger well, you kid. you are the definition of irish so just sit back drink your whiskey shotgun your guinness and just enjoy the fact that you're never gonna tan i do have guinness in the fridge i figured you would yeah yeah it's not stereotypical when it's true ladies and gentlemen but you know, it is a little bit <laughs> but but it's hardy beer season. I mean, I got porter. Fair I got point. Guinness. Fair point. Um, Fair I, point. I, think I saw some of the the the, the Marzans from the Oktoberfest. Um, stuff like that. It's good. Go do that. It's delicious. Anyway, <laughs> way to way to break it up. But yeah, right, Dave. I want I want to get your thoughts on this. I just don't want to talk for another ten minutes. Um, but you know, you didn't watch this and i kind of sprung this on you tonight for this exact reason to yeah. get your to get your thought process on you know what's going on yeah so you really did spring this on me so good for you uh for doing that one first and foremost uh, it like you said in the beginning of this episode it's it's a moral gray area and i was taking some notes as you were babbling on and listening to what you were saying and i agree with you 100% this is it, I'm going to use the social media example for a reason, right? I'm I'm going to go back to that what we talked about last week, how social media is it can be used for a lot of good in life. It could be used to bring together lost family members or you know, connections that you never would have thought that would have happened 20, 30 years ago. I look at this in that same vein where like you said we we work on fixing the fucked up problems first. We work on getting rid of those rare life-threatening diseases. I mean, that right there is the fucking cure for cancer. That right there. And I I never even, yeah. yeah. And I never even knew until you brought this up today that this was even a thing. I I didn't even have a fucking clue. And I know I'm not the only one that thought that too. And I know you didn't. I'm pretty sure you're, you're a hell of a lot smarter than I am. But, I mean, this is something that doesn't get talked about. And as you were talking about this and talking about what the fighting of the insurance companies and, you know, all these people suffering through these, you know, life threatening or loss of eyesight and limbs or whatever the case is, it's that we fall into that, you know, that capitalist society of, well, the you know, the pharmacies or the uh, pharmaceutical companies, they need to get their big payday. They need to do all this. So why are we really going to work more towards caring for the human good when we could chase the almighty dollar that that's kind of what was going through my mind as you were bringing all this up yeah and it's it's brought up in the in the um actual episode and not to get too political about it but i don't think people understand how much r&d on pharmaceuticals or any kind of medical procedure is actually paid for by you and me through our tax dollars it's an enormous it's disgusting amount. disgusting and, well I, I mean like we want the r&d done sure uh but then as a society we've allowed this this market to dictate its own prices on certain things and this is one of them so procedures can cost quarter million million dollars you, you they could charge whatever the fuck they want um and people are under this impression that 
if we don't charge that much for them that these procedures are just going to go away, but they're not <laughs> because the U S government right. gives them millions of dollars that they take from you every year and allows them to keep the patents on, on the products. So uh, the coronavirus vaccine is a, well, it's not a great one because <laughs> for the first time ever uh, we didn't, we didn't pay for that one. I think we paid for the Monsanto one, but what was the other one that came out uh, Pfizer? Yeah. Pfizer, the German government paid for quite a bit of that. And I'll believe it when I see it when it's free, by the way, because I definitely don't believe it. They'll they'll find a way to charge the shit out of us for it. Oh, yeah. But that goes to say that was that was a crowdfunded thing. Like um, those big companies came to came to the world governments and were like, well, we got a problem. Give us some money and we'll figure it out for you. That's what we're here for. And at the end of the day, um, having entities like that that are capable of solving these issues in an extremely short period of time is a really good thing to have. But do we, for the rest of life, do you just let them run wild and do whatever the fuck they want? Hell no. Hell no. I uh, I mean, I do some very unique things and eventually somebody's going to need me to do it, but I don't charge them a million dollars when it's life or death. Absolutely not. Healthcare here is a crazy thing and it's needed reform for a long time. And I'm not saying it needs to go one way or the other. I'm just saying like things need to change because um, people people shouldn't have to pick between eating and living, right? And, right. So, right. <laughs> and, and, and that goes with a lot of these a lot of these procedures, especially as a, the scariest thing as a father is running and well, not the scariest thing, but like the, the one of the things that scares me quite a bit as a father is that he'll um, contract some kind of horrible disease or he'll break his body in a way that would that not only will he be in a quite a bit of pain and suffering but then that we will suffer the consequences of that and we won't be able to he won't be able to live his best life because right. he's going to be you know something's going to happen to him he, he'll be disabled and then on top of that we'll be financially disabled because we're paying for this um his stuff constantly that freaks me the fuck out and it shouldn't it's it's a lot of anxiety as a as a parent my boy's a tough kid but stuff happens. Stuff absolutely fucking happens. A hundred percent. And you're right in feeling that anxiety. I, I don't know any father out there, any active or participating father out there in the world or any expectant father out there who doesn't have that fear every single day of their life or at least have it creep up every now and again. And that anxiety is real. And we don't like to think that again, you know, that that's thinking the worst and thinking negatively and you know, we talk a lot about having a having a good mindset here, but that's always something that creeps in the back of your mind. And it's going to. And it's normal and it's okay to it's it's okay to think that. You know, we talked about it before. Anxiety is just you predicting a future that didn't even happen yet. And when you do that, but you have to be realist about it. You have to understand, like, yeah, this is the worst possible case scenario that is even plausible of happening. Could it happen? Sure. Will it happen? Maybe not so. You know, unless there's some kind of dormant genetic makeup in your DNA. And I'm no I'm no scientist. I'm not I'm not there, there's guys way smarter than me, so I'm probably wrong in all of this. But there might be some dormant gene in you that, you know, your great 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 times seven grandfather had, but nobody else got it because it was such a recessive gene. But again, stuff like that does happen and it does show up. And when you're talking about this documentary and, you know, 
people going out there and really wanting, you know, really needing these experimental treatments to help them and insurance is like, well, well, you got to do, you got to go through all of our bureaucratic bullshit first and pass all of our red tape before we're even going to consider looking at that. And then even then we're going to fight with you for another six months to a year because we don't want to pay $10 million because, you know, we make our prices as we go. But then you have the other parents out there, like you said, they're creating their designer child. Oh, well, I want my kid to have blonde hair and blue eyes. And we're both brown, you know, we're both brown hair and brown eyes. And I want them to have this right chin and, you know, all this shit. And it's sad that you have to see both sides of the of that coin when it comes to stuff like this, because there's so much good out there that can be done. But we, as a society, it just feels like me that we're not doing anything towards that. It's very dystopian is what it is. Um, it, it Where it could go if we don't make some changes shortly um, is really, really a horrific landscape. And, you know, the thing is, like, we can keep our ideals as Americans. I mean, there's obviously money to be made on this. But sure. do we have to make all the money? No, you don't fucking have to make all the money. It's just money. Um, and and my biggest issue is leaving this kind of research in the hands of uh, corporations, uh, like more mostly privatized corporations that are beholden to stockholder stockholders and um, that mm-hmm. aren't you know like not necessarily controlled entities, but that aren't necessarily ethically human entities either. Yeah, they might be business ethical. But business ethics and the ethics of humanity are completely the fuck different. Um, for instance, uh, the the guy who created the polio vaccine, all right, saved a generation of human beings. A generation. Yeah. Think he's a rich yeah. guy? Think he was a rich dude? Fuck no, he wasn't a rich guy because he never held the patent. He said there will be no patent on this because this belongs to humanity. And he's right. Medical procedures should belong to humanity. Medical procedures shouldn't be able to, like, necessarily not be patented, but, like, there should be, it just feels like a lot of the time there's no thought process put into, um, what is the fucking thing Jeff Goldblum says in Jurassic Park? Oh, uh, oh you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, nobody ever asked, you know, why we're doing this, or should we, oh, fuck, I don't have to look it up. <laughs> god damn it the, that man that would have been perfect to go in there if i'd really done some preparation on this fucking episode <laughs> but it, it i i just wanted to hit on something that you said there because it, it just jogged me right you talked about business ethics and humanity ethics it's funny that you said that because i see the business ethics that you're talking about being from the older generations the you know the baby boomers and all of that stuff the, those traditionalists that came up through after the great reset or the great depression and all of that and lived that life and me personally I'm you know not to go too far off topic here but I think we're going to I think I'm going to be able to wrap this all around but you're seeing more business ethics and human empathy being combined together in business now I mean when we look at it, right, you have how many coaches out there in the world do you have that are looking to help people and doing this, doing a business? You know, us, us alone out there, right? We consider a business. We are a business, but we go out there and we're not chasing the almighty dollar because we want to help people more. 
than chase that money because we know that's going to come down the line one day, whatever the case is. But you see so much. I, I'm, I mean, I've been really noticing that shift taking place, or at least it's starting to rise more in the last since I've really started, you know, looking at the entrepreneurial world in the last three years than we tend to look at out there in the real world where we have these privatized corporations, where they have these shareholders, where they're just looking to get that almighty dollar. And, and I, I really feel that, and it may not come in our generation, but I feel like maybe the generation, like our kids' generation or the generation even after that, I think you're going to see that shift now where the where the human and the compassion ethics are outweighing more of the business ethics, but they're still co-mingled in a way, if that makes sense. It does. It does. And to further to further your point, it's God, <laughs> dickhead, you said you did it. You did it well again this time. You fucked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. You just you just took the end point of this episode. I'm gonna cut all this out. Fuck you. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna say it and then I'm gonna paste it <laughs> in. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, there's there will continue to be a debate on all of this. Um mm-hmm. even though there shouldn't be. Uh to progress as a species, to progress as a society. Uh humanity is capable of amazing, amazing things. And it, it bugs me when instead of progressing as a visceral entity, we decide to fight over a made-up resource that we've created <laughs> at the end of the day. Like, hey, I like having stuff, and humans can make amazing things and get them that cost money. But at the end of the day, it's just money. Nothing, nothing is more valuable than your fucking life or the life of your family. Um, I would, to, to save my kid, I'd mortgage my fucking house, sell all my shit, uh, take the shirt off my back. I, I, I do all that. I, I give him my blood. Drain me till I, I, I'm dry. Yeah, I, yeah. I would sell. I would sell a kidney. I would. I would do whatever I could at the end of the day. Sell a fucking eyeball, both testicles. Give it. Take everything. <laughs> fucking send it. I don't need it anymore. Just leave me what I need left to see and hold my child. Like that's right. it. Right. Um, they can have the rest. And you know that's what you know freaks me out so much about this is um, number one. You know, hey, the designer baby thing. Hey, that's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, well, you need that to, you know, fund it. Well, no, you don't because, because as a society, we fund it. Uh, but number two, just the genuine, just the genuine, genuine price of it. I don't think there should be a price point on it. I think you know, um, obviously, pay the pay the corporations for their research, but then use it to do what it's determinedly designed to do, which is save lives. And the fact that you put it behind a paywall is this is a disgusting violation of human rights, base human rights, absolutely base yeah. human rights. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're gonna yeah. we're gonna pay you for what you do, but beyond that, fuck you, <laughs> save, save a life. Then we'll argue about it because then you'll have someone to argue about it with. It you know it is what it is right now, but I hope in the near future that this changes. But I don't I don't really see it changing to be perfectly honest with where our political climate's going these days you said exactly what i thought you were going to say it is what it is and sadly right now it it is what it is right now because of our political climate and and because a lot of i feel a lot of this you brought up the we all want progression in one way but we all fight for something out there 
you know, and we talk about it all the time on this podcast because this is the staple of our podcast. Talking about uncomfortable topics, talking to people, you know, as a dad, as a mom, as a whoever at this point, right? Just talking a different ideal, respecting their ideals because that's what they're ingrained in and that's their culture and where they grew up from, but opening that communication and understanding that your money goes to this R&D and then they turn around and then charge you. You're basically getting double charged for these procedures and this medication and all of this stuff. Way more than double. Well, more than more than double, but you yeah. you know where I'm going with that. Yeah, I do. I'm sorry. We as we as a collective, myself, you, everybody listening today, we all have that power to really start making that change. But we all tell ourselves that imposter in our minds tells us, "Oh, well, what the hell am I going to do? I'm not. Who am I? I'm just some random. I'm just some random schmuck. Nobody's going to give a shit about what I have to say." And then they go back and they don't do anything. It only, you know, you always hear this phrase, and I hate this phrase. It takes one person to change the world. To me, I add another word in there, and it's it takes one it one person can help change the world, can start that fire to help change the world. And whether you want to believe it or not, or if you're stuck in your comfort zone, but you have this burning passion, this burning ideal to stop these, you know, mindless genetic enhancements that aren't doing anything good for the human value, but can help ultimately cure cancer and all these horrible, horrible, horrible fucking diseases out there in the world. You being that one person can change the fucking world. And it comes to us to really start standing up, to really talk about these things and to really say, no, we're better than what we make ourselves believe. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say this before I stop, but I'm gonna use the Hong Kong protests that happened in the beginning of 2020. I said it all the time: be the America that Hong Kong thinks we are. Right? Be the person that you wanna be. It, it's the same thing. Be the person that you know you or that you think you are or that you should be at the end of the day. Same concept. Just go out there and put in those small steps. Start talking to your congressman. You know, again, not being overly political here, but this is a very fiery thing when, you know, you told me about this and we're just basically injecting kids just because we want to have a Barbie doll looking child or. You know, oh, it's it's worse than that. They get them. It, 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 it the fucking embryo. they hit him at the embryo, Dave. That's the, the, but the, but that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You're you're just telling yourself it's like going into a car dealership and customizing your fucking key, your your sedan, right? Because you want to have the per you want to have all the options. It's the same fucking concept in my mind. Yeah, and I can't stand that. I can't fucking stand that. And we have the power. And I'm I could say it myself. I'm not the best when it comes to it. I could do better myself, but I know I could do better and I'm continuing to strive to do better. And that's just what I'm, you know, and I think that's what we try and ask our listeners to do is just do a little fucking better out there. Just go out there and just start making that small incremental change and stand behind your principles. We all know we're fucked right now. 
But we as a society, we as a collective, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, fucking Green Party, I don't don't give a fuck who you are. We are all a human being at the end of the day. And when we let people as dads, as dads, new dads, expectant dads, experienced fucking dads, grandfathers, whatever, uncles, whatever. When we let that shit slide by the wayside and then something, God forbid, something ever happens to one of our kids and we have to really make that decision of whether we're going to be financially crippled for the rest of our fucking life or have to worry about what's going to happen to our child. I'm tearing up just thinking about this right now. Like you said, I would gladly take a fucking eye. I would would gladly sell my fucking testicles. I would gladly get rid of a fucking kidney. Don't whatever I had to do to make sure my kid has a future going forward. We feel that we can't do things because we're the small finite people. We are the ones that are able to go out there, able to rise, able to fucking fight. Fight. We are stronger than we tell ourselves, but we sit back. We say we don't have the money. We don't have this. The corporations have it all. The politicians have it all. No, they don't have a fucking thing without us. Without us. Without you, without me, without the fucking listeners that we have out there every single month that are supporting what we do. As a dad, we have to do better for ourselves to make our lives better for our kids so they can have the better life. And it starts with one person that can that can help change the world. Not one person will change the world. One person can help change the world. Okay. <laughs> I got a little, I got a little, uh, yeah. li- little passionate on that just, one. Just a hair passionate. I had one more line I had to go through. Um, I don't know how I lead into this well now. <laughs> <laughs> so talking about passionate things. Uh, oh, so man. let's just talk a second about the religious implications of this. Um, Cause people, people are religious and um, I'll make it real fast. So we don't eat up too much more of your time today. Um, but honestly, I, I don't care what religion you are. Um, if you're Catholic, Christian, Jewish, Islam, it, whatever, whatever one you subscribe to, um, nothing in your book has ever, you know, could even conceive this. So there's obviously not a whole lot, lot wrong with it as far as, you know, it's all about the more the moral end. And that that's kind of the point me and Dave were trying to make, you know, it, and I, I hate to put it in such blunt terms, but like this wasn't in the science playbook up until two or three years ago. So how the hell mm-hmm. is it going to be in your fucking playbook? And we live in a world where, um, you know, uh, Christians uh, told us. A, a, pre- a president was sent here by God, even though he cheated on his fucking wife. And uh, the Pope is looking up booty pics on fucking Twitter. Um, so the world is different hey, and weird and strange. Um, and these are advancements and should be treated as such. Um, and there shouldn't be any hiccups in the road because of anyone's particular re- religious beliefs. Um, if you have them and you don't want to be a part of it, then don't be a part of it. Problem solved. But I bet you your mind changes when... Uh, you know, somebody you love has terminal cancer and it can be unplugged from their DNA and, you know, a healthy strand can be plugged in. So that's all I really wanted to say on, on the topic is it, it, it's it, it traditional thought cannot be applied 
to this because it's not traditional at any level. Um, and as the technologies get more accessible, hopefully, you know, they won't be nearly as expensive. Um, oh, what the hell was that dude's name, Dave? The one I couldn't pronounce. Oh, Josiah something. Josiah I got Zader. Rid of it. There he is. Yeah. NASA yeah. guy. He's he, he calls himself a biohacker, which I mean, I, he legitimately is, I guess. I don't know. I, I've heard those terms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that's but he, he really wants to democratize this technology. And that's uh, I'm all about that because democratizing any medical technology, obviously, it's going to get in some of the wrong hands. But on the other hand, it'll be, you know, public knowledge then. And now the paywalls can't behind an actual can't hide behind a skill wall either. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens here in the next couple of in the next couple of years with this stuff. Um, and, you know, it, it was worth bringing up and talking about on the show. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we we both got extraordinarily passionate about it there for a minute. That's that's really all I have. To, I have to say on that. But Dave, you got anything else? I'm just going to make one more what one little point based upon the religion thing that you brought up. And then we'll just close this out again. Believe whatever creed you have, whether it's the universe, God, Buddha, Muhammad, whatever, whatever you believe. I fully support that. But trust the technological advances in life. Trust what is going on out there and continue. I mean, life expectancy during when the Bible was being written was 30 years old. So we are truly living in a much different time now. And you're much older now than what happened when that was all going on. All right. So I hope you got something out of this episode today. I know we got really, really passionate about this one. Uh, this one is just, I mean, it, it's one of those, you know, double-edged swords like we always talk about when it comes to these stigma-based stuff. It comes to this. This one was more, I think, more geared to get you thinking in a new light like we try and do every now and again. Uh, get you thinking in a new way and just open up your mind and start open up that dialogue to other people who maybe have other ideas than what you have or just to really say like you have the power to go out there and take these small steps, whether you believe you're the one for the job or not, you have that power and you have that strength when it comes for not only yourself, but for your kids. So go check out the unnatural selection documentary. I know for a fact, I'm going to go fucking do that because that, that's just some crazy out there shit. Uh, continue to share this podcast with other dads out there that need this the expectant dads out there, the new dads, the experienced dads, you know, your friends, your family members, whoever you think would get the most benefit out of this, send them there, you know, send them our way, let them know what's up. We're, we want to build this community. We want to build this movement more and more. We're six months in, we're still running with it. We don't plan on slowing down anytime soon, other than what happened in November, but that's an outlier. So you can forgive us this time continue to check us out we have interviews coming up here very shortly for you guys uh actually next week since we're not doing an episode this thursday due to thanksgiving we're gonna take that thursday off starting the week after we're gonna start going back on our two uh two episodes a week schedule so we're gonna have a couple interviews coming up that i'm really excited for and hopefully you guys are excited for it i know you guys love the interviews so continue to check those out 
If you want to be a guest on our show, hit us up at interview at fearlessfathers.net. Let us know. We make it as painstakingly easy as possible for you from start to finish. We love to hear your story. Get it out there to other dads who may be going through the same stuff you're going through. Whatever it is, we've covered a, a plethora of different topics, and we're always looking for new stuff as well. Your children are learning and growing every single day. Just because you're a dad doesn't mean you can't do the same. We are breaking stigmas one step at a time, one day at a time, and together we're going to embrace the fear. Oh.